If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You're listening to the Major Pod Network, the only place where your favorite toy store, bar, arcade, and arena are all on the same block. Scratch that major itch. This week on the Game Marks Podcast, we are doing a deep dive into the video game history and career of the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, Brett the Hitman Hart. We cover the evolution of the Hitman from his debut in WWF games in 1992 all the way to the current releases. Plug in and put on those nostalgia goggles because this week's Game Marks Podcast starts now. And now, the Game Marks! Welcome to the Game Marks Podcast. I'm the man they call Johnny Clash. And I am Mr. Anything is Feasible, George Feast. And ladies and gentlemen, today is the day. It is the video game retrospect of Brett. The Hitman Heart. I cannot wait to get this going, but as always, we love to hear from you guys, so please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and make sure to subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you choose to listen and join the conversation on social media at Game Marks Pod. George, I am so excited for this episode. I I have no words. I we've been looking forward to doing this for so long and now it's here and I just I I like I know that there's like the things that we have to do cuz we have like a format here but I like I'm ready to go. Like I want to dive in. I'm I'm ready for this. Like <laughs> well, let's I'm hyped. Let's talk about how we even got here. We put out that listen, guys, the Undertaker episode was so awesome that awesome. If we were able to hit 200 follows on Twitch, that's twitch.tv slash GameMarksPod, we would be putting out this episode. We hit it in way less than we thought we would hit it, and here we are, we're doing it today, and uh, just uh, maybe by the end of the episode, we'll announce the next one. Oh, oh but really? All right. But let's go through what we played last week, Legends of Wrestling 2. It was another double fuch, just like its predecessor, oh. Legends of Wrestling 1. I've got high hopes for showdown. I, I I I almost need that one to be good. I like I it's gotta I mean it's a tough act to follow here. The the bar has not been set very high here, so I, I'm high hopes here for this next game. I'm not gonna sway you in either direction. I I had the game, I played the game a lot, but 
my opinion can't be your opinion. So we're going to go in cold. I'm not going to tell you anything about it when that time comes, and we're going to play through it. But that was last week. This week, it is the last streamer spotlight for the month of March. That's twitch.tv slash Va B-R-E-T-T-V-A-A. Go give him a follow. We want to thank him for participating this month, and we're going to have a new streamer spotlight for next month. And he really stepped it up. He's putting out a lot of content this month. So kudos to Brett making the most of his streamer spotlight. And can't wait to see who we're going to spotlight next month. There's even been some weeks where you don't do your Wednesday night stream and he steps in like, and he f- don't he worry, guys. That I got it. 8 He's p.m. Good. Brett is live. <laughs> like you, it's okay, awesome. cool. He's so good. <laughs> we'll host you. That's uh, fine. But John, 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 John. GMP64, let's talk about this. Yesterday, if you're listening to this on Monday, was Armageddon. We are not going to spoil Armageddon for you. Let's just say... got some some things to say about Armageddon. Let's just say things happened, okay? But we could talk about episode 8, the go-home show that happened last Thursday. So a a lot of run-ins and and, and mishaps here. I mean... Listen, we're rebooking the Attitude Era in video game format. There's got to be a lot of run-ins. Johnny Clash get super kicked. This is Vince Russo booking. right before his match, <laughs> and and then Stephanie McMahon coming out and flexing that McMahon muscle, restarting the match. What the? Listen, if you got it, flex it. Off the rails, man. I thought we were in charge. We are, but hey, listen, we're having fun. We're having a great time. This, we we keep saying this is the best thing we do on this podcast. We have so much fun it is doing the highlight it. Highlight of my week. We get to play No Mercy every week. I mean, what more could we ask for? But also at Armageddon. This was our big oh. announcement. We've been talking about this for weeks. We had a big announcement. The Game Marks Podcast has opened their very own Patreon store. So we're going to run through those tiers right now of what you can get. Listen, we're not trying to we're not making you spend a million dollars here. We're trying to just put out more content. We're trying to have more fun. We we want to be, you know, give you the Game Marks more. So Tier 1. Let's start with Tier 1, the official game mark. That's for only $1. Your name will appear on our website as an official game mark. Plus, you will receive access to our official Discord server. Now, listen, if you're in the Discord server already, you're not going anywhere. We're not kicking you out. You're grandfathered in. You're you're there to stay. But we're going to close it up. We think we have so much fun there. We think everyone should join because... Like, we're going all day. We're talking about movies, TV, video games, PC gaming, food, pets. Like, you name it. We're going. Plus, uh, a few friends of the pod like to pop in every once in a while and, and give their Oh, insight. and how do you not love hanging out with, uh, I guess, you know, you know what? I was going to drop some names here, but I guess you just got to join and see who, who's in there and hanging out. That's right. I will say this. Bear Bronson has two accounts in there, and he forgot the password to both, so maybe one day he will... Uh, People pop in and say, what the hell is this? What am I in? George, take us through the next tier. All right. Well, the next tier is the Notorious tier. You see what I did there? A little yeah, word yeah. Play, you're, play, you're very play. proud of that one, yeah. Because you get all of the perks on all of the unlockables from the first tier. But in addition to that, you also get the wonderful show notes that Johnny spends all of his hard time on putting together the entire show. I will take no credit for that. That is all Johnny (laughs) puts it together, structures the whole show every week. This would be a dumpster fire without him doing that. 
And it was a dumpster fire before we started doing that. So that is your $2 tier. Yes. So now we go up to tier three, feel the burn, because George, it is the return of Clash and Burn, my little my little side pod, pod, side project here. Now you will get all the perks from tier one and tier two, plus you will get access to our periodic bonus episodes with our friends of the pod, and now Clash and Burn is going to return return is going to return but in audio and video format and i have i listen i already did some of these i have way more guests way more interviews planned we're gonna have a lot of fun with that now i made a special request here i need to be one of the first guests on clash and burn i just i think it (laughs) i I think it'll just be our normal daily conversations i've paid my dues no one that will talk about things other than you know you can interview me. It'll be great. I'll interview you. Like, yeah. What's it like doing? What's it like doing a podcast with? We'll me? see how many times you get mad at me. Yeah, that's the whole show. Now, tier four is the five dollar tier, and that is called the future tier. You get all of the perks of the previous tier, plus access to all of the GMP sixty four pay per views that we stream live on Twitch. You know, for the first. The first pay-per-view lived live on Twitch, and it was up there, and it was great. You can go and see that whenever you want. Now, Armageddon's not up there. King of the Rings not up there. So now that's exclusive access, you also get access to our Game Nights, which we will be hosting on our Discord server. You guys can come out. We'll have Game Nights. We'll play Jackbox, Among Us. You know, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, do, we'll do something. It'll be some kind of Game Night involving us and you guys. It'll be great. You also get ad-free shows. Oh, baby. That's a big one. And now this, this is the big one, John. This is the one that I, 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 I think once you had this idea, I was like, wait a second. This is, this is the perfect idea. Introducing Future Endeavored. It is now a mini video version of the podcast where John and I will go back through starting from the first game that we ever future endeavored and make our way up to now. And we will replay those video games solo. Yeah, we're not together we'll on just, this because listen, yeah, we we'll both re- future endeavor played in forever different games. And I mean, you might have liked World Tour. I might have not liked World Tour. I'm going to play World Tour and see, you know, now that we're doing this podcast, I'm going to see what changed if I still keep the same rating or not. Yeah. And who knows what's going to happen, but it is a new show called Future Endeavor. And John, I think, I think you should let everybody know what the big final tier is. All right. The big tier, the Mega Mark tier. You will get the perks of tier one, tier two. Tier 3 and Tier 4. Plus, you will be able to create an episode of the Game Marks podcast. That means you can go, if you want us to play a game we already played, we will play it. If you want us to play a new game, we will play it. If you want us to play Madden 98, we will play it. Plus, you get the opportunity to fantasy book a storyline in GMP64 and exclusive merch and giveaways, and that is the $25 tier. That's top of the line. Now, in regards to the GMP64 booking, you will give us the the progression of the storyline, how you want to do it, 
and then we'll work that in. It's not like you're going to be like, I want George Feast to lose. Yeah, that's that's all you're worried about. You're worried about your immediately. own character. <laughs> Oh, not, not yeah, necessarily. That's... It's just I know I know it's the title that everyone wants to see see go away. So they just want to see an honorable champion. That's it. Well, unfortunately, they're watching the wrong show. <laughs> All right, so that was our big announcement. That was our news per se. But what do you say now? We get into some gaming news. I'm ready. Are you looking to get a better grip on life? How about your video games? Well. VGF Gamers are the largest silicone gaming brand in the USA. They have a variety of different and unique skins for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One controllers and consoles. Check out their products at VGFGamers.com and use code GAMEMARKS to receive 15% off of your order at checkout. That's G-A-M-E-M-A-R-K-S at checkout. VGF Gamers. Better grip, better style. When the airship map arrives in Among Us, players will get the opportunity to use a handful of new hats for their in-game characters. So far, the team has revealed a pair of angry eyebrows, a unicorn horn and mane, but developer Innersloth has now revealed another addition, a heart. Technically, none of these items count as actual hats, but they should all be welcome additions when the new update drops next week. Now, PlayStation Studios made a surprising announcement earlier last week that it is working on a film adaptation of Ghosts of Tsushima, the popular action-adventure game developed by Sucker Punch Productions that released in 2020. Although details of the movie are unclear, it's set to be directed by Chad Stanhelski, who previously directed the John Wick films. Now, this one's for you, Georgie. Kojima Productions, the studio founded by the iconic video game creator Hideo Kojima, released its first game back in 2019 with Death Stranding. The title was highly anticipated by many for years as it marked the first project that Kojima had created since leaving Konami back in 2015. And while it may still be too early to know what Kojima's production might be cooking up next, it sounds like we could learn what that studio has in store sooner rather than later. In a new conversation with Al Hub, the art director at Kojima Productions, Yoji Shinkawa shed some light on the next title that, that the developer is working on. While Yoshi didn't outright state any specifics of what the game could be in relation to, he did express that it's going to be revealed in the near future. And that's all the gaming news we have this week. Check back next week. I'm trying to figure out the words to, to, to put together here. I, uh... I'm very excited for anything that Hideo Kojima is going to do. But at the same time, I don't, am I, I feel like I've been burned by cyberpunk and I didn't even play cyberpunk. I just like, I, I'm trying not to get my hopes up for games anymore. <laughs> like I just, yeah, but cyberpunk wasn't Kojima. I know it wasn't, but I'm just saying like you, I feel like there's there's always so much hype built around these games and these these production studios like you know CD Project Red did The Witcher which is one of the most highly rated like The Witcher 3 is like one of the most highly acclaimed games of all time. So to see them go from that to the next big hype thing was Cyberpunk. I I don't want to get my hopes up. I will support and follow and love everything that Hideo Kojima does because he's never steered me wrong. But the way that game companies have been as of late, I'm trying not to 
put all my ba- my eggs in one basket, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, yeah, all right. You got to see uh, see what it is and if you like it. I mean, you don't even know yeah. what kind of game it's going to be yet. I personally wanted to play Death Stranding. I just never have had the time to do it so far. But I will say this. I used to play Spider-Man on stream for a little bit on our Twitch channel. And then I kind of fell off a little bit because I got a little busy. But I'm back and I'm over halfway completed. So I'm get ready for those updates once Clash and Burn returns. I'm halfway through my uh, New Game Plus playthrough, so... Alright. You do what you gotta <laughs> do. <laughs> but, George, it's time for our favorite part of every episode. Maybe not this one, because it's the Bret Hart episode, and we're very excited to do the deep dive. But first, the question of the week. Johnny, when I say gamer food, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Oh, Mountain Dew Code Red and Taco Bell. Exactly. For far too long... There's been this stigma about people who play video games that we're all out of shape and overweight. That's why we are proud to be partnering with Eat Right to bring fresh, high-quality, chef-repaired meals right to our listeners. Eat Right is veteran-owned and offers delicious, conventional, keto, and plant-based meal delivery directly to your door. Right now, you can use our code GAMEMARKS to get 60% off your first order. If you want to feel right, you better eat right. All right, George, can I tell you, when I, when I go to bed at night, got my little puppy next to me, all I can think about is those protein pancakes I'm going to be eating the next morning from Eat Right. All right. In, in my freezer right now, I have an order of cannoli protein pancakes, and there are no words to describe how excited I am. To wake up tomorrow morning, put that in the microwave, and have some delicious, delicious cannoli protein pancakes from Eat Right. And it's not just that. Buffalo chicken Alfredo. And like everything about that, my brain goes off and it goes, that's not, there's no way that that can be healthy. Oh, but it is. It's portioned right. That's the thing that makes Eat Right so amazing is that you you can eat these high-end, amazing, delicious, chef-prepared meals, and you can have buffalo chicken Alfredo. The chicken is grilled, has a, a nice, lovely buffalo Alfredo sauce on it, but it's portioned so that it's a healthy portion where you eat it and you're satisfied and you're full. So good. And as we've said, head on over to eatright.life, use code GAMEMARKS, because right now, in the month of March, it is 70% off your first order. That is insane. But George, question of the week. Last week, we had, I think uh, it was a pretty good discussion. You brought up some like weird cats that I've never heard of. Uh, we said, what animal <laughs> has never been used but should have been used in a wrestling gimmick now? WCW Worldwide, friend of the pod, check him out. Follow him on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. He's got great WCW content. But he heard us say that Bear Country should come out with bears. And he said, bears in wrestling, you say. And he posted a picture of Big Josh making his entrance at WCW Super Brawl in 1991. And yeah, this was Matt Bourne's gimmick before Doink. And he is carrying two muzzled bears to the ring. See, like the muzzle part. No, I want... (laughs) They say you should wrestle a bear like that... I think it was that Big Show movie where he wrestled a bear, right? 
Uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, so uh, no, I want I want real bears. I don't no muzzles, no muzzles. But honestly, if, if if you think about it, bear country coming out with bears with muzzles, it kind of works into their mask. That's like true. That. Yeah, that's true. Right. Now GB GB Productions eighty four says hyenas. A laughing scavenger that picks the bones of a falling opponent at the slightest opportunity and hunts in packs. You know, seeing a, a hyena would be like a cool gimmick for a wrestler. It is, but would you just think the Lion King then and be like, oh, all those guys are funny? Or would well, it Harley be like Quinn a serious? Had, yeah. Harley Quinn had two hyenas named Bruce and Wayne. Yeah, I mean, in wrestling, uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to have George and Feast. And they're going to be my <laughs> hardcore champion hyenas. Okay. <laughs> Hardcore tag team champion hyenas. But now this week's question came from Facebook, and it came from Brendan Black. I like this one because we've talked about this briefly, but not enough. Do you miss console exclusives like SmackDown being on PlayStation, Raw being on Xbox, and WrestleMania being on the GameCube? And I added a little, what do you miss about it? All right, this is this is interesting because the first thing that comes to mind is that they're not. And like that's that's a thing that's like like not a thing anymore. But I guess in the in the mindset of wrestling games, how would you break it up though? Because what would you do? Like AEW on no, I mean Xbox. It could be even all WWE stuff. Like my example is right now. This what does the Switch have wrestling wise? It has retro Retro Mania wrestling. Does it have Battlegrounds? Battlegrounds? Right. Okay. So. Back in the day, you had a SmackDown game on the PlayStation, which was yeah. mind-blowing. The greatest game ever. You loved SmackDown games. Here comes the pain, whatever. Then on Xbox, you had Raw. That game sucked. So what if you had Raw across the board? It would have sucked. If you had SmackDown across the board, great. But that means you would miss out on, say, WrestleMania 19, which was awesome, or Day of Reckoning. Are we or- dialing up Liam Davis to talk about how great Raw Rumble was again? We are not. Or... Uh, <laughs> Or Day of Reckoning too. Like, there's limited. We could always say that Xbox and PlayStation are comparable, but Nintendo always was the lesser game. It didn't have the commentary. It didn't have all the music, or it was missing something. Something graphically, something. You know, it was just. It was just always a little different. So, what if right now we did have two K on two K on the PlayStation? We had whatever wwe whatever on the xbox another game like a different game completely and then what if we had battlegrounds on the switch or something else on the switch i think not only obviously the obvious thing is it gets you to buy the console but big whoop whatever but you now have the opportunity to get three different games you know how awesome it was being like the only one around there was no online play being the only one on around to play like day of reckoning or wrestlemania 19 to have like people come over and be like i want to play that game because i only have smackdown or oh you have raw for xbox that's cool i've never played this one i think it was just a different time and i think they'll never they'll probably never bring this back but like you said aew could be on something but i feel like they're gonna also be across the board but yes that is why i miss these wrestling console exclusives but we're uh, we're just not in that era anymore. Even uh, MLB's crossing over to dual platform. I was just gonna say, like, I feel like one, I, that that time has come and passed because, and I hate saying this, but it's it's exclusives don't make as much money as if you know, two K twenty 
only on the PlayStation doesn't make as much money as 2K20 on PlayStation, Steam, Microsoft. Right. You know, granted, it's not on it's not on on uh, the Switch, but like, I feel like I don't know. I'm like torn because, like you said, you make a very good point. the 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 amount of different games that you get for different consoles is great. And it's the reason that we are able to have this podcast, because there are so many different games for so many different consoles. But at the same time, if all of the games are for all of the console, does it quality control the game a little bit? I guess not, because 2K20 happened. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, I, but in Anything my head, happen, I'm like, then. well, I guess you, you, you try a little harder if you know that like, your, your game's going out to a broader audience. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like, you're like, this can't be so buggy because it's going up. But then, like I said, then things like 2K20 happen, and you're like, how, how did this happen? Back to the cyberpunk conversation. Yeah. It, it's a very interesting, um, very interesting question. This is, a, this is a good pick. Yeah, so... Brendan Black, thank you. DM us on social media and claim your prize. Now, if you want to be the next question of the week, just throw us a question. If we pick it, you will win a Game Marks exclusive prize. Now, I I actually had an honorable mention one here because Virtual Suplex kind of popped me. I didn't I didn't pick this one. You don't get a prize. Don't message us. You can message us. You can say hi. But what is the most overlooked wrestling game in history, and why is it Saturday Night Slam Masters? I just kind of. I agree. I, you know, I just had to throw that out there. You can listen to that one in our archives if you don't know what Saturday Night Slam Masters is. But, George, I'm going to play the music right here. Oh. <laughs> Are you ready? Are we ready to take that plunge to the dungeon? Oh, man, there's not going to be like a a published by or developed or release date or just talk about when he was born published by know. Stu and Martha <laughs> or produced by Stu developed, and Martha developed in Canada <laughs> let's do it let's take that deep dive are you sick of drinking the same old boring coffee with the same old boring flavors well Marks it's time for you to check out Bones Coffee Company Bones Coffee isn't just a drink that wakes you up in the morning. It's a full flavor experience. Small batch roasts that are made to order so that every order is guaranteed to be fresh. Unbelievable, all-natural flavors in every single bag. Some of our favorites are Bluesberry, Paradise Pie, and Chocolate Raspberry. But if you're not into the flavored coffees, they've got their single origin series featuring coffee beans from the greatest coffee-growing regions in the world. Visit GameMarksPod.com slash coffee to place your order and try the world's freshest small batch coffee. All right, John, here's here's my, my, my big Bones realization this week. So Bones Coffee is the best coffee I've ever had. Uh, I, I knew that I liked it. Hot take. But I went a couple days without it. And then I, I I switched back to like regular store bought coffee because I was like, you know what? Let me just like see. Hey, sometimes you gotta feel. do it. You gotta throw that cake up in sometimes. Just like just like a regular just like a regular cup of coffee. See how I feel afterwards. Dude, it was it was the worst cup of coffee, and like I made it the exact same way. French press never fails me with coffee. That's right. This just not the same. Just not the same. That I I have been going back and forth between the chocolate raspberry, like number top three flavors from Bones Coffee. Chocolate raspberry is a combination that cannot be beat. But that jelly ring, man, 
is just something on another level. And that's that's man. similar it, too it, to the chocolate I, raspberry. I'm a I'm a big fan of like the the tart, like the tart fruity note coming through on a coffee. Like I feel like it 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 balances the the bitterness of the coffee to the point where like you don't have to put anything in it. Like that's what I look for in a cup of coffee. Like. Is this a drinkable cup of coffee where I don't have to put cream or sugar or anything in it? I could just have the coffee and I'm good. Oh, yeah. I'm a black coffee drinker through and through. I don't put anything in mine. And these, like, the flavors just resonate. I am, I think I've moved gingerbread over and Cinnabon is my new absolute favorite. Ah, so here's here's my coffee test. You know, they they have a saying, or maybe it's just me and it's not a saying and I'm making it up. The, the, the tell of a great pizzeria is how good they make their regular slice just a regular plain piece of pizza one slice if that's everybody good, knows the rules ev- that's good <laughs> everything else is going to be great it's the same thing with coffee if you can have a cup of coffee and you don't have to put anything in it to make it drinkable that's a great cup of coffee i agree fully but what do you say oh it's time oh all right so everybody Already knows who Brett the Hitman Hart is, but Stampede Wrestling was acquired by the WWF in 1984, and Bret Hart's contract was acquired as well. Now, George, here's a fun one. Bret Hart's first Intercontinental title in 1991 was won from Mr. Perfect, but his first WWF title was won from Ric Flair on October 12th, 1992. Now, that date is significant because that is my birthday, and that is... Your anniversary date. It is. I mean, so Brett's off there winning titles, and I'm off being born, and you're off there getting married. Fig fates is a thing. I don't know if video game fates a thing, a wrestling debut fates a thing, but I think something might be happening here. (laughs) So, from what we said, so Brett wins his first Intercontinental title in 1991. Now, in 1992, he's on top of the world. He's the champion. He beat Ric Flair, and we have. Find it in our archives. WWF Steel Cage Challenge for NES (laughs) and Sega. Now, Bret Hart was featured in both of these. He was not featured in the re-release that came out only a few years ago that we also played in the archives. We could actually check out the video on that as well. But, I mean, that was the start of it all. I mean, we kind of, we love this game to to an extent, I guess. But yeah. And I mean, not bad for listen, like the age, you know, 1992, was, it looked decent. I was going to say, here's the, here's the, the, the give and take that we're going to be experiencing here today. And, you know, it's the same thing that we experienced when we did the Undertaker episode. You got to take into consideration the representation of the time that the game came out. So obviously 1992 Steel Cage Challenge is not going to be the best representation right. of Red Hart because there's literally no detail. but. It gets a check because it's accurate. It looks, yeah, you know, as as quality as the graphics as you were capable of making at the time. As long as it resembles Bret Hart, it's getting a check. That's the thing too. Like the Undertaker episode, he changed himself so much over the years. Whether it was the badass ministry, he came back to the Lord of Darkness, everything. Where Bret was basically the same kind of throughout his career with the pink tights and the singlet so we're gonna see kind of a few different iterations here and maybe some that 
aren't so practical that he's never really wore, but they're kind of just in games just to be in games. But here's an interesting one following that in 1992 is European Rampage Tour, which I have personally never played. And I can't wait for the day that that comes on the podcast because that one actually looks pretty cool. This looks like a combination of Royal Rumble and the WrestleMania arcade game. It's like this weird... It's familiar like looking, cam- but we never played it. Yeah, I mean, hey, we got we got some some episodes coming up here that uh, have not been planned, so <laughs> we'll see what happens. Maybe this one gets worked in there. But now, speaking of our archives, we've played both of these in 1993. We have Royal Rumble and Rage in the Cage, where I think we could put these together because Brett is basically identical in both of them. He's got the pink singlet with the black tights, and he only has. A pink stripe going down to his white boots so it's kind of uh like it is brett but you know we we lacked the detail back then but again 1993 yeah. and we talked about how how small yokozuna is in this game and uh you know the the accuracy is there to an extent um this is one of those ones where it kind of like you know, I think we'll, we'll we'll have like a different ranking for for these kinds of episodes where we'll have like a check, yeah, then like a flat bar where it's just like you could tell that it's Brett, but it's not perfect, and then we'll like give an X to the, the the ones that are just not good representations. I think this gets like the flat bar rating because you know, like you pick right that it's Bret Hart and the guy that's in the ring looks like Bret Hart. The detail isn't perfect, but it's it's got, represented. He's got the hair in the face. As long as he's got the hair in yeah. the face, you know, yeah. attention to long, detail there. Long hair, <laughs> pink tights, there's black in there. Uh, yeah, you squint your eyes, it looks like Bret enough. It's passable. Now let's go to King of the Ring the same year. <sighs> this one kind of falls on its face. We weren't big fans of this one. Again, very simple, very, very simple designs. The whole game, we covered this in the archives. This is one of our first episodes, actually. Everything's yeah. kind of monotone. Everything's kind of blue. So your character actually does pop. So Brett actually does pop because on this, like, blued-out background, you do have the pink tights, and he you notice it's Brett. Whereas, like, say Lex Luger, he's only in white trunks. You know, you might do a double-take. Is that Lex? So that's what Brett Hart was kind of known for throughout his career like you know it's him especially in video games i just say video game career not his career he's not known for being pink on a blue background in his actual wrestling yeah so career. he's he's not <laughs> he's not the pink and blue guy no but so king of the ring he's recognizable but is again not one of his best renditions and even his little icon square which is in the bottom of the screen when you're playing and on the character select screen i don't know if this is where south park got the whole uh canadians thing where the mouth's kind of cut in the middle (laughs) but that's (laughs) that's basically what they made brett look like you know what would have helped this icon a lot and we'll put it on the screen that is if you're you know we didn't say this before this is also in video format so if you're listening right now on the regular podcast and you don't want you want to actually see what we're talking about this is actually on youtube and it is on youtube.com slash game marks podcast you know what would have helped that little icon just the pink shades yeah yeah here's the other thing um and this feel free to correct me if i'm wrong here i I do. Uh, on his on his icon on his little his little default profile picture there is that supposed to be his collarbones or is he wearing a necklace 
So I was thinking a cut shirt or his collarbones or a necklace, but I yeah, I think it's a collarbone. I think it's just kind of... I say cut shirt doesn't make sense. It's kind of shaded a little a bit. A necklace doesn't make sense. I'm like, I'm sitting here and I'm like, my entire life, because I owned this game as a kid. So this is like in, right. in my brain. It's got the nostalgia factor. We talked about that when we played this game. And we put a lot of time into this game. My entire life, I thought that it was a necklace. And then years and years later, I was like, Bret Hart, to my knowledge... <laughs> Never came to the ring with a necklace. No, but if, did you notice WCW Worldwide lately was comparing people's like character select the screens to the actual shots? I wonder if we could throw this to him and see if he could maybe find Brett in a necklace or find the reference shot for this. But I mean, yeah, if you look at it, it's so not Brett that I don't think there was a reference shot. I think it's just art. They did him dirty. Like the wet hair doesn't work. It just makes it look like he's he's like got like a very bad receding hairline like it just <laughs> it's got it's just like it's, it's not doing my man justice it's not doing my man justice it's not but let's go now to 1994 where we have wwf raw now this game is very much <laughs> exactly the same as rage in the cage and um with royal rumble but royal rumble. i think a little more detail was added like you can see the black on the boots you can see a little more in like the singlet area but still the same black tights with the pink stripe going down uh and, Again, you know, it gets a pass. Squint your eyes. Gets know a pass. That you pick Bret Hart. It's Bret Hart. I mean, you're not going to get the exact face there. Yeah, I say again, taking into consideration. I feel like I'm going to say this a lot today. Again, taking into consideration the time of the game, it's passable for Bret. Could they have done yeah. a little bit more detail? Yes, but sprite limitations being what they were, I think it's a passable representation. And there a lot are of definitely, them, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, there are definitely worse representations of people in the, you know, Raw, Royal Rumble, Rage in the Cage representation where you're like, that is not that person at all. That you are lying to me. That's not right. <laughs> that's not accurate at all. Brett's passable. Yeah, for sure. And I was going to say, like a lot of these old games, we're going to speed through. He looks exactly the same in at least three of these so far. Um, the WWF games back then were all very similar whether it was the graphic style or the way they played. Maybe they would add in like the tug-of-war style grapples here and there, but everything was very similar, so we don't really need to go into like extensive coverage of Brett in these. There's no story mode. Um, you're going to get maybe a championship mode, and that's it. But this is one of my favorites, also from 1994. We covered this oh. on the Undertaker episode, and we're I'm personally still not sure this counts as a video game, but... It's a game I grew oh, this up This is a loving. grail piece for the man cave. Like I, I need this, this in my possession at some point in my life. I love this. I loved pinball as a kid. I never played this one, obviously. I had even the virtual pinball. What was it? Galaxy pinball and like Windows yeah. XP, whatever it was called. Someone will correct me. But we have Royal Rumble pinball. We got Hogan awesome. Big. You got Yoko, Macho, Lex. You got Taker. But then there you have Bret Hart in his signature pose. This thing is so cool. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. If if we ever get to the point where we have like a like a podcast Game office, Arts Arcade. Yeah, like that this is 100% going to be like the first thing you see when you walk into our office. Like this yeah. is just right next to Retro uh well, I almost said Retrofest. Right next to <laughs> Wrestlefest. Hey, and we'll have the iArcade with uh, Retromania. The iArcade there too. <laughs> yeah, I mean this is and and here's the thing. I'm not even a big pinball guy, but this is just so cool. Like, it's just an yeah. awesome piece of equipment. Like, everything about it just screams 
just nostalgia and 90s wrestling. Like that Royal Rumble logo is just iconic. I love that. Logo. I love everything about this machine. Now, so pinball is weird. Like you wouldn't play this in like an arcade because you put a quarter in and then you get that like one unlucky like thing where the ball just goes straight down and then you're like it's game over. But my cousins had like their own pinball machine in their basement and the whole time I was there, I would just be sitting there playing. So addicting. Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. Like like the experience and you know, you mentioned earlier the uh Fick we're putting over pinball really heavy right now. But, I love pinball. You, know, you mentioned earlier Welcome to the Pinball earlier, Podcast. <laughs> you mentioned earlier the Windows XP version of Pinball. It's not the same. It was a great game, but definitely oh, didn't yeah, have yeah. anything else to play past the time. But there's there's just nothing like playing a real pinball machine. Ugh. I would uh, share my time with that and Star Wars Monopoly, but we'll save that for oh. another podcast. That's, so here that's we go. A bonus episode coming out in 2035. Join our Patreon. Maybe it is. Um, <laughs> 1995. Okay. Hands down, in my top five favorite wrestling games of all time, WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game. We've covered this in the archives. I kind of want to cover this again because it was actually only our, I think, second or third episode, maybe third, and we did it with In Your House. I think it deserves way more time. I think we need to put, I I, I want to put like hours into it, but we're not going to put hours into it. This game is awesome. We now have not little sprited out images, not little illustrated brett they actually have brett hart in this game like the motion capture is brett he is doing these moves he is on your screen i think this was such a cool game and concept and not only that but there's the cool commercial which we actually played in the beginning of the wrestlemania arcade game episode i think we're gonna put that right here i was hands on all the way you know, I worked on everything. Listen, when the hitman starts something, he does it right the first time. You know, I just didn't want to walk into this thing cold. You know, you have to prepare. You have to do your homework. I started with the basics. Before you begin a project like this, you really have to know the ropes. I started with hands-on experience, step by step, till I knew how an entire game came together. For weeks, I worked on every possible task. After studying the industry, I was ready to go to work. But first things first, you know, if you want to survive in today's corporate jungle, well, you have to look the part. My first challenge was to educate everybody here about the science of WWF wrestling. The next step was to roll up our sleeves and really get to work. For this, we required the help of the biggest names in the World Wrestling Federation, including Yokozuna, The Undertaker, and lots more. All the top guys doing their biggest and baddest moves. And all you people out there, yes, you public people out there, we issue you a challenge. Anyone that can beat us in this beautiful game. Sorosne! <laughs> Banzai! Then it was time to get really busy. Working with artists and programmers, we crammed all the WWF energy into a video game that's more exciting and real than anything you've ever seen. Come on, you guys. There it is, right there in front of you the whole time. You're dereferencing a Mel Pointer. Open your eyes. Good sound is key to a great game. Is that all right? 
Just like that, but punch it up with a little more bass. Now that's how you build a game. So you got Yoko and Mr. Fuji. You got Brett messing with Doink's hands on the computer. You got him doing voiceovers, playing on the actual WrestleMania, the arcade game. Arcade. Uh, it's just that's just the nostalgia and, right there. Yoko doing his his motion capture. And just everything about the presentation for this game is awesome. Like it's just uh, it. I just, I can't. Simpler times, man. Simpler times. Just, and nostalgia factor aside. You know, this game just looks great. You know, you you can't deny how accurate, and not just Brett, overall, the likeness of everyone just looks because it's so <laughs> good. Um, you know, the, the little details on the gear, the way that they captured and, and, and pixelized these graphics for of these wrestlers, like, everyone looks exactly how they're supposed to look because, like John said, it's them. There's a ton of... Uh, motion capture for this game that was done and then pixel and digitized is the word and you know put into this game it just looks great now people hate on this game a lot and come find me to an an extent (laughs) I understand you come in expecting a wrestling game you essentially get like a Mortal Kombat game. You know, if you're if you're coming in going, okay, I want to play something that's like Royal Rumble, or I want to play something that's like Rage in the Cage, and this is what you get, I can understand you being upset with that. And you know what? Fair point. But if you went into this game knowing what it was, and you knew that this was like that beat-em-up Mortal Kombat Street Fighter style game, ah, oh, I mean, it's just, it's like, it's, I want to say it's like peanut butter and jelly, but not everybody likes peanut butter and jelly. But it's well, it's, there you just, go. it's just there a, you go. it's a perfect pair. It's George Feast and Johnny Clash doing a podcast. It's the perfect pair. <laughs> it's almost I want to say like the battlegrounds of then. You know, it's like it's not the full on wrestling game. It's wrestlers doing, you know, like the fighting style game. It's almost like not a rest. You know what I'm trying to say? It, it paved the way for games like, you know what? You're not Let's doing suplexes like and punches. You're doing... It big. paves the way for wrestling games being something else. You don't get a crush hour without a game like this. Yeah. You don't get a battlegrounds without a game like this. All-stars. I, I may even, I was going to say, I may even venture out to say that you may not even get an all-star game. Oh, yeah. Without something like this. Just something that takes the concept of a wrestling game and kind of not turns it on his head. Just gives it like a 45 degree turn. Like it's a wrestling game, (laughs) but it's a little bit more now. So the interesting part of this game is you could pick, obviously, Brett versus Brett, say. like, Or you could have four Bretts in the ring if you really want. So they do actually give him the pink, but then they give him blue, red, green, purple, gray, and orange gear. So it's not conventionally what you would see brett wearing but it's a way to just you know differentiate him from him in the ring you don't see that very often but there were times like when you're running through the championship mode in this game where you will have to play against your own character yeah and you limited roster say say what you will about that some people are purists and think that bret hart should only be wearing you know he could have done a palette swap and just move the pink to the top instead of the bottom but you know this was the practice 1995 in the day <laughs> palette swaps huge thing you know you, you you have people who you know 
this is just what you did. You, you're playing a Mortal Kombat game. You pick Scorpion. You're not getting two Scorpions. You're getting one where the, the palette swap is just slightly different. Yeah. And, you know, with pink, can't really make it. What is he going to do? Red? He's just going to come out in red? Like, it's, they yeah. got to make drastic changes so you know that it's not you and there's not, like, a confusion when you're playing against the computer. Uh, I understand why they did it. But, you know, palette swaps and things like this, it's a sign of the times. It's what they did. Um, some people love them, some people hate them, but you know, you, you can't, it's a situation where you can't please everybody. And if that's the only thing that bothers you about this game, then it's, I mean, I think the top five, great then. maybe even top <laughs> three, I don't know in my wrestling game. I it might even be in like my top five of like all the games I've ever played. I don't know. I love this I only, game. I only got one problem with this game and you know what? I'll say this for, for in your house too. It's hard as shit sometimes like that's because i kicked your ass when we played it no i'm saying just even (laughs) against the computer at times it's hard it's so hard i destroyed you in these games yeah i i just was not even to this day i love the games i love to play them i don't think i've ever been more (laughs) angry playing a wrestling game than this okay well then let's get to in your house because on the surface it looks like the same game it's the same concept but there's just certain things got added to this. Um, it's no longer by Midway. You no longer have just like the traditional WWF crowd. You now have each character has their own themed arena. So Brett has Stu Hart's dungeon, which is it's cool. It looks great, but it's missing that wrestling factor, like we said. So we're getting even further into the spinoffs now. I believe Owen had it was kind of like a palace with like a house of cards in this game. Yeah, well, because he was the, this is his right. King of Hearts. So even though Stu Hart's dungeon was here, they did have two separate arenas, obviously. But George, why don't you go through the outfits now for this game? Because they're pretty cool and they're not traditional Brett outfits. Yeah, so, I mean, again, palette swaps, very common for the time. But these are, these are interesting and different concepts. So you have an all black. You have like a, I want to say it's like a black and white, but it's more like a black and gray. And then you have like a, a black and teal kind of uh, color scheme going on. And, you know, that that black on black gear, you know, nice. you take those those gold elements and you make them pink. I mean, that's even the way that's it is. badass looking. Remember when the gold like, Power Ranger came on screen and he was like barely gold? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of I mean, like this, that. That's kind of what this looks like. I mean, even the teal one, it works. Like, it's, you know, and li- like you said before, you may not love color swaps. That could easily Palette be a one, two, three. not be kid. a thing. But, I mean, it just it just works. But again, again, it looks, I feel like they did my man dirty with the hairline. They did. They, oh, 100%. Why? But at the same time, it's him. It's his actual hairline. He's digitized. It's the same I, concept. I just, I feel like you you you're so used to Brett just with the hair, the wet hair in his face, that in the heat of the moment in the match when he you know pushes yeah. it back and it's not necessarily you're like whatever I'm watching the wrestling match I'm not focused on but when it's just like there in front of you ah I mean it could also just be that the way that the the graphic was was digitized with all the you know the pixel artwork that's true but these are all the same pose that we're looking at so you know I mean this is just. But the series of games it is, is but so great. In Your House was just missing something. When we played this, we realized the matches are so much quicker 
than WrestleMania, the arcade game. They made these matches kind oh, of yeah. like lightning fast. Like you could breeze through them so easily that it actually makes the game a little harder because you're not like, you know, sometimes you want to see like Razor Ramon take out the like Razor and you want to see Doink use his big hand and slap someone. Like you're not going to get to all that in, in your house because, you know, a couple moves, you're yeah, down. Everything's you're just done. amped up to 11. Yeah. So that one wasn't one of our favorites where it it did have the potential to be the same as WrestleMania, the arcade game. But here's a little fun fact. Now, this game is the second game that Brett and Owen are in together. So in total, they are only in five games together. And that is WWF Raw's War, which we already talked about, WWF In Your House, and WWF Warzone. Last week's game, Legends of Wrestling 2 and Showdown Legends of Wrestling. So only three WWF titles and then two Legends games. And... Was Owen done dirty? Should he have been in more games? Oh, absolutely. 100%. But I'm I'm looking at this list here, and what's the best game out of this list? I haven't played one of these games. You haven't played Showdown. The best game is... What's the best game on this list? Uh, if I say Warzone, you'll kill me. I'm going to go with Raw's War. No, see, that's the thing. I'm in between oh, well, Raw and I've played and Showdown, Warzone. so I can go with Showdown. I'm allowed to go. Okay. I'm allowed to pick Showdown because right. I've played it. But, I have yet to play it, so I can't say it. But if I'm if I'm going between Raw's War and, and, yeah. uh, we'll and say, Warzone, I'm going Warzone. But like... We'll say games we've played here. Because we've played them all. It's unbelievable. I can't, I can't believe that... But next, that Owen's not in more games. But next, in 1998, is Warzone, which eh, you know it, it has its hits. It has its more more misses than hits. But this is actually Brett's last WWF game before he makes the jump to WCW, where he's missing from Attitude, where Owen's in Attitude, and that came out a year later in '99. But Warzone, <sighs> oh man. Warzone. Again, like the where like- to start with Warzone? The likeness is there. We're just kind of starting with making character models look realistic. Um, I mentioned this when we played this game. I remember my dad coming downstairs when I had the demo of this from my first PlayStation, and him saying, "These graphics are unreal." Like this is like <laughs> we thought ourselves, like me and you, like there's no top from here. Like this looks like we're watching wrestling on TV. And you come yeah, today, I mean, you play it again and the crowd's like making one like noise the whole time. And then, ah, it's just slow. Like you hit the ropes and it goes, but yeah, I mean, these games are a treasure. Face scan is great. Gear looks good. Uh, just the model itself is the, was always the thing that like, like people walk around like this, like, who, yeah. like what the fuck is this? You're like, no fitting, like, like you're fitting Brett's actual face on like a, a sculpted digital head and it doesn't always yeah. get it right. And uh, that's, that's always been the thing that drove me crazy about these games is that like. There's some parts of this game that are like so nice and so polished and like when you get the ability to you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk in a little bit about some of like those legendary infamous wrestling games, but like you can't deny the the face scan quality for Warzone is so good. Like I just if they if you were able to and I'm a I'm a sucker for this. It's the same thing I said when we played Mayhem. Mayhem may go down as one of the meh wrestling games of all time. People may not rank that game high. You and I 
You and I, I do too. I was very surprised when we played it, but some people do not hold that game in such high esteem. But you cannot okay. deny the quality of that face scan in that game. And it's the same situation here. Like, you look at this, yeah, the body's yeah. a little wonky, but you know, if you're a fan of wrestling, you know that that's Bret Hart looks just like him because it's his face. Yeah, we're just, they're just not there yet. <laughs> yeah. But now let's scale back graphically talking about those misshaped heads with the face scans again because now it's time for i think it's kind of split that this is most people's favorite game of all time we're going wcw nwo revenge so brett's kind of not only jumping from raw to nitro here he's jumping from warzone or revenge in the same year and this is what situation where like you take the head off of this i'll tell you it's bret hart when you put the head on, I'm like, who the hell's that guy? Who's this guy looking, trying to look like Bret Hart? It looks kind of just like an old man. Yeah. Like, it looks like he's, the, you know, in the, in the, we have uh, the shot from the entrance here. It looks like the man's got multiple chins. Like, <laughs> Bret Hart was <laughs> but that's everyone sculpted. In he was games. in phenomenal shape. Some of them. Think of Some No of Mercy. These guys in, in Revenge look great. Yeah, but, like, Goldberg never really looked like Goldberg in these games. Like, in Revenge, like, he was, like, unproportioned. Uh, There is more detail in that WCW Nitro logo with the TNT thing on the back than there is in in Brett's face. And that, to me, is something that I has always, I and I'm saying this, full admittance, I love Revenge. I think it is one of the greatest wrestling games, and in certain aspects, I actually prefer this to No Mercy. But... That being said, the fact that there is more emphasis on the logos and the branding of WCW than the actual wrestlers itself, give me a blurry WCW logo and make the wrestlers look like the wrestlers. Yeah, cartridge limitations. I mean, that's why like Warzone didn't play as good as Revenge. Like Revenge obviously played. It's one of the best. But Warzone, Brett, just looked better because, you know. Yeah. Which Warzone was on a cartridge as well, but it was just missing. You know, it didn't have the bigger roster. Makes... It didn't have all well, the music, which Revenge was. Eh. You know, it's didn't it's either. to each their own. Yeah, I mean, there there are some people that I know who think that Warzone and Attitude are the greatest wrestling games ever. Uh, and you know what? We yeah, talk about that a lot here. It's the games that you played up with. That's. That's what we refer to as those nostalgia goggles. There are games that you love because they're actually genuinely great games. And, you know, it's it's not just like a small circle of people that think that they're great. And then there's these games that are just like, that's your number one? Yeah. Oh, well, you like that game because you had it as a kid. I said I like Yeah, Mayhem. take off the goggles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, agreed. Oh, man. But, but John. Let's get into prime we, time we, here, baby. I say, we got to talk about these. <laughs> this is... This is us jumping into the world of the FMV now. Because in 1999, we get WCW NWO Thunder available in our archives. From only two weeks ago. I two, know. Two weeks ago, yeah. We're going to play that. Uh, you know what? We're going to play that FMV right here. So you want to step in the ring with the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Step in the ring with the greatest technical wrestler in the history of the WCW. Like that was honestly like these FMVs are the coolest part of this game because it's 
not good at all. But let's go back. Brett looks like Brett. You know that's him. Everything about the texture, everything about this technology they use to make this and Nitro. He's not in Nitro, but that's where this all started. He looks good. Like, the characters look good. Yeah, again, it gets a pass. It gets a pass. If you you squint your eyes, you look at it, you see the black and pink, the, the way that the colors are laid out, you know, it looks like Brett. Not a big fan of this game. In terms of just like (laughs) any other aspect, like here's how this game goes: you load it up, you intro movie, you get your character select screen, and then you shut off the game, and then you never play it again. Um, No, the 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 rants, the character select screen, like you know, going back to what we said about about King of the Ring. Now we're in the age of like that's a picture of Bret Hart on the character select screen. There is no doubt. There's no argument. That is a photograph of Bret Hart. You can't say it doesn't look like him. It's literally a photo literally of him. him. And, you know, character select icon. Then you have his, like, his promo shot. Then you have the rant video. And then in the ring, it looks like him. It's passable. It's fine. I, I don't know if I want to keep talking about Thunder, so we're going to move on yeah, to we the can next move on. game. I just want to point out. <laughs> Undertaker is in so many games because he was literally in every single WWE, WWF game in existence. Yeah, Brett was in those WWF games early. When he moves to WCW, they don't have, they only have like, I think, 11 games total where WWE, WWF just kept making games. He missed out on the No Mercy. He missed out on Attitude. He missed out on all the SmackDowns. We don't see him for a while and we're going to get to that. But now we talked about it. We talked about how beautiful it is. 99, we get... Beautiful is the word. Beautiful this is the a word. stretch. We get WCW Mayhem. And honestly, looks a lot like Warzone, if you think about it. Build a little... Yeah. With, a, with, a, with an upgrade. A little bath fitter placed on top of it. <laughs> well, that's the thing, is that, you know, EA... Uh, I know Kodiak you hate looking EA, at this so. game. What's the thing? So like EA Kodiak looking at this game, you know, they're going to make a WCW game for for PlayStation and N64 and they got to you know, they got to compete with what's around at the time and you know, they could go one of two ways. They're not going to make something that's just like their competitor and go, "All right, we're going to make essentially revenge." All right, well, let's let's try something different. Let's let's kind of put a spin on this where we have Maybe a little bit of like the simplistic and easy to understand controls of that revenge, no mercy. I mean, no mercy's not out yet, but revenge and world tour aspect. But maybe get the quality face scans, get the 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 motion capture more, upgrade. Yeah, the more realistic models that maybe you know the joints. And this is a big complaint about the AKI series, where the joints are actually attached to the body, and there's not just like random arms that are just like floating in space. Um, you know, there's there's pros and cons to every game, and you know, if you really want to go through with a fine tooth comb, you could pick apart every game and you know tell everybody how bad it is. But there's aspects of this game that are kind of redeeming, and you know, I said it. I will admit this until we don't do this podcast anymore until the day I die. WCW Mayhem was one of the most surprising games that I've ever played on this podcast because I had no experience in it and looking at it, 
I was like, this is going to be awful. It's going to be just like Warzone. And yeah, I played Warzone and I gave it its due back in the day, but I've played other games now and I know that it's not that good. Mayhem was just... It was great. You know, it's a presentation too because it's the first WCW game where you're getting such a big roster, but everyone actually looks like them. It's not like uh, Thunder where you're half the roster are the developers of the game. You have yeah. all the music. You have a championship career per se. You have the commentators you watch on TV are actually commentating the matches, which it was cool. You have the finishers. You have everything. Create a wrestler. Uh, I think this game deserves a lot more credit and we're looking at bret hart here i think he looks he sets the bar for like what people in this game actually looked like yeah and again just the controls were so great and intuitive and easy to to pick up like if you know all you have to do is hit a couple buttons and you could do most of the moves in the game but john (laughs) somewhere in the universe somewhere out i don't want to be here on the road driving in his car glasses Friend of the show, Nick Stapp's ears have just perked up, or they're ringing, because now it is the year 2000, and we are talking about WCW Backstage Assault. Oh, the year 2000. It's known for so many good wrestling games, so much good wrestling. WCW is on its way out here. And they, Man, what the hell happened with this game? They go out with Backstage Assault. Like you have the game, you have the engine, you have mayhem. It's it's there. Everything just got dumbed, scaled down to this crap that we got. This people say celebrity deathmatch or Simpsons wrestling could be the worst game in wrestling history. I think it's backstage assault. But here's okay. Here's the thing. I feel like we've we've gone on a little bit of a tangent with some of these games. We're criticizing the games, and we're here to talk about Brett. And we've been doing it. The but whole we've career, also been, the whole retrospective. We, we've also been like turning the knives on some of these games that we've buried. Um, <laughs> it's so easy. But, but easy, here's the thing. Bret Hart's gonna be my or Bret Hart in Backstage Assault is my first X. It's my first no. One because the character model is garbage. I hate it. It doesn't. It doesn't look good. But his gear is called pink like, and black attack. But it's the general aesthetic of the game that I just. It's guys, what you're looking at right now. I am looking at it the same with my eyes as you are looking at it with yours. What is that, pompadour, <laughs> greaser haircut? He's backstage, looking you know, he's like got the John Travolta in Greece. What is this haircut? Yeah, this is... What is it? This is awful. He's like Canadian Grease Lightning. What the hell am I looking at here? Like, this doesn't... The hair... Like, all the other games, the worst game that we've looked at so far still look like Bret Hart. The pixel! The pixel bit graphics! There you go. I fit in a you pixel in bit a for pixel this episode. Oh, I'm proud of you. The the pixel graphics, the, the you know, the 8-bit graphics for the Game Boys had more detail of bret hart than backstage assault yes there's graphics on the gear like he's got the heart and the skull the wings and there's the pink accents and the gear but the likeness is just not there it's the same character model for every male wrestler there's no detail that really makes it so you know that it's bret and the beep this john the fucking hair man it kills it for me it just kills it yeah that's that's pretty bad but hey, 
we're going back in the back to the archives. We played a lot of these games. If you if any of these games you want to you know on a field, you know we we got them all. Check them out wherever podcasts can be found. We're going now to Legends of Wrestling, the first one. Also a game me and you future endeavored, but graphically I can't say it's that bad. We're now in you know we're not on um like the PlayStation One anymore. We're now in like PlayStation Two, so our graphics are upgraded. Um, this is not a licensed game to WWF or WWE or WWE's dead at this point. Rest in peace. Um, so like you know this is just a wrestling project that was created. It somehow lasted for a trilogy, but here in the first one, you just have all of the characters just look kind of shiny, exaggerated. Um, a lot of baby oil. Yeah. Uh, it's very similar to 2002, where we have Legends of Wrestling 2, which we covered last week. So if you want to hear more about how we go into what these guys look like, how they're like over the top, you could check that out. Um, but Brett, like, we, like I said in the beginning, he wears the same gear almost his whole career, so it's kind of hard to screw him up in a video game. Um, obviously, Backstage Assault managed to do that, but it's, it's not that hey, hard to put the hair in the gear and be like, oh, that's Bret Hart. I want to say something really quick. If Backstage Assault is your favorite wrestling game of all time, it doesn't make you wrong. Yes, it, this it, is just me and 100% John. makes you wrong. I, I, listen, I just wanted <laughs> to say, everyone's got opinions. And if this is the game that you grew up with and you love this game, it doesn't make you wrong. This is just John and I offering up our opinions and giving a full career retrospective. But, yeah, that, that hair, though. I went back and I looked up at the... Yeah. Backed up at the the backstage of salt hair, but yeah, you're not wrong. It just doesn't check the box for me. Okay, but now Brett takes a little little break. You know, again, he's not in the WWE games at the time, so in 2003, he's not there. So Showdown Legends of Wrestling, the final game of the Legends of Wrestling trilogy, happens, and it, this game was kind of where they said, okay, we want to compete. We're now on the next-gen consoles. We want to be up there with the w- all of the WWE games. So they made the real arenas. They no longer had, like, Fiji and whatever, Mexico City. You're now in, like, Madison Square Garden. You have real ring announcers announcing the game. You don't have just trapped playing over and over again. So the character models also got a bit of an upgrade. So Brett does look, you know noticeably the hair looks wetter <laughs> that's all and the wetter yeah. the hair the more brett hard it is it's kind of the same yes. pink and black that you're used to but i think uh, he looks pretty good here yeah i mean the like i said um this is not a game that i've played yet so uh graphically Brace yourself this this gets me a little excited for it uh just right off the bat nitpicking the detail on the singlet not great, but I also know back in the day, Brett didn't have a ton of detail on his singlet. He, you know, was the the minimalistic black singlet top with just, you know, sometimes he just had the single heart. You know, I, I get that that's what they're trying to portray here. Um, and also we're looking at a still image here. And I'm very excited to to play this game just so uh, I could say that I've I've run the whole... <laughs> The whole uh, series of this. Uh, maybe next year. Uh, we can't, you know, we, we want to stretch it out a little bit. But now, in 2004, Bret Hart finally returns to WWE video games when he's in SmackDown 
versus Raw, one of our favorites that we played in the archives. He looks great here, but then once again, SmackDown versus Raw 2006, the first of the yearly SmackDown versus Raws. Brett is once again right in here, and he looks, uh, you know, somewhat similar to the previous years, but still on PlayStation 2, so we're not getting much. But then, of course, after Brett goes into the Hall of Fame in 2006, he is in. SmackDown versus Raw 2007. Detail. It's great. It's there. And, you know, like you said, John, from, from here on out, it is just up, up, and away. And he is everywhere uh, for the next. But you're going to notice. Current gen. You're going to notice, though, there's some. There's some like sporadic skips where he's in a game, then he's not in a game. He's in a game, then he's not in a game. It's kind of weird. I don't know if maybe it was like a pick and choose deal where he says yes or no, or maybe he had a deal with his contract where it was every other year. I'm not sure. But yeah, like you said, now, like SmackDown vs. Raw 2008, he looks very similar to 2007. Um, yeah. We're not in the DLC age as much yet, so you're not going to get like old and new Brett. But now that's 2007. Now 2008, we get SmackDown versus Raw 2009. Brett's not in that. In 2009, he now comes back for Legends of WrestleMania, and looks pretty good. I mean, this goes hand in hand with the SmackDown that came out in 2009, and you could actually download your roster. We've talked to Matt Cardona about that. He said, "Do I need this game? Because technically, I'm in it." Hey, you're you're downloadable. You you don't have to, knowing him. He got mint and in, in the box and graded and yeah everything. Graded, but yeah, Legends of, of WrestleMania looks really cool. Again, another one I've yet to play because I was playing the SmackDown vs Raw. I didn't really care about this version of it. Yeah, I mean, we're getting to a point now where it's hard to. You're nitpicking details right. about gear here. Like there, there's like you have to be an expert on you know all of Brett's Bret Hart's gear and you know what he wore to what event and like what these are referencing because now all that we're doing here it's it's treated the same way as if you would like a a wrestling figure, right? You know, but game this... developers get these reference shots and. But this is 2009, so that's SmackDown vs. Raw 2010 coming out. I actually reached out to Justin Leeper, who we interviewed in the past, who was in charge of the Road to WrestleMania modes for SmackDown vs. Raw 2009, 2010, 2011. He actually never got to work with Brett at all, so he didn't really have any insight. He gave us some insight on the Undertaker episode, because he was prominently featured in those games, but Brett wasn't. But 2009, he should be in SmackDown vs. Raw 2010. He's only in Legends of WrestleMania. It's not till 2010 now. He's in SmackDown vs. Raw 2011, but I think this is my favorite part of this. There is the Hitman edition in the UK only, where you get Brett the Hitman Hart, the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be DVD. You get an art card, like a unique little art card of Bret Hart, which, you know, kind of a lame giveaway, but you also get the Bret Hart exclusive character unlock, and it comes with just a really cool cover. The other ones are The Undertaker and the Randy Orton edition. Now imagine, a couple years later, we end up getting the uh, the exclusive action figures that come with the wrestling games. I Could you imagine if we got 
like exclusive brat, like a like an ultimate. Wow, that would be awesome. It'd be so 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 cool, you know. I see where you're going with this because you're leading into our next game here, which actually see, did have action figures come with it, but Brett was not one of them. Here's the thing, I, I am building, and I have been since before we started this podcast. I've been building a video game collection of the wrestling games, the ones that ring true and have you know a history with me, the ones that I loved as a kid, but also the ones that we've played on the podcast that I've really liked. I had no experience with Mayhem. I got Mayhem now. I had no experience with Saturday Night Slam Masters. I own that now. Like, I'm trying to build a collection. These are the games that are difficult for me. Because yeah. once you start getting these special editions... These, these are the ones well, now I like. Because like, then it's like, oh, man, how cool would it be to have the Hitman edition of SmackDown Russell Raw 2011? But at the same time, that's not the one that I had. Right. That's yeah, So that's do, I, do I... Do I upgrade it? Because yeah. the core game is the same. And, like, this cover is awesome. And the disc is so cool. And, like, I, I, this is the part where I struggle with. But, man, you can't deny these, these awesome exclusive editions. You know, we, we also covered this when we did the Undertaker episode. Like, there's just something so unique about this. It's, you know. Are we going to have to do Randy this next was, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. It's funny, it's Brett, Undertaker, and Randy, but eh, Legend Killer, I guess, right? That's that's true. But now, mentioned it before, I was leading us in because the next game that comes out in 2011 is a game we mentioned earlier in the in this episode. WWE All-Stars. Available in the archives with our bosses. And I'm going to say it right this time because I didn't in that episode (laughs) with Matt Cardona and Brian Myers and smart Mark Sterling is there as well. Yeah, he was, he laughed like three times. He was there. I was going to say, this was, this was before Mark was officially on the show. He did this. He really just like sat, sat there and was like quiet. (laughs) Silver balls. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. All stars. We mentioned whimsical exaggerated over the top wrestlers but at the same time they kind of look small it's it's looks like a child's game but it's actually a lot of fun and it could be compared to battlegrounds now if you're familiar with that and not all stars it's kind of like that so it's like an over the top wrestling game but brett again same gear same jacket same glasses looks looks cool there's nothing wrong with it that's my new complaint i think I Bret Hart has had very similar gear throughout his whole career. We've mentioned it. Pink and black, that's that's what he's known for. But what we're seeing so much is the is the all uh is the pink top and the black bottom. Ah, well then let's go to the next game. Brett flipped it around a lot where he did, you know, the all black with the pink. He did the pink bottoms with the black top. Like they're depicting the same, you know, there's, there's sporadic changes here and there. But now what I'm seeing the last couple of games that we've done, you've seen a lot of that same gear. A lot of these games were also not getting different versions of him like we were getting later, which we'll cover. But noticeably that's 2011. Brett's not in WWE 12. So we get to 2012. He's in WWE 13, which one of my favorites as well. And here we have finally the all black Bret Hart gear with just the pink trim. Are you happy, George? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, look at that. Because right, 
here. Same design, of course. My copy of WWE Ooh. 13. Right in reach. It is one of my favorites. I love that game through and through. Me too, yeah. But yeah, this is this is when we start seeing a little bit more diversity in the in in the attires. This is, you know, this is when, you know, it things start kicking up into gear. We start seeing you know, this is the, the the waves of DLC starting to come out in games, and like you know, it it starts with, uh, with SmackDown vs. Raw, and progresses along. Ah, it may even be before that. Yeah, I may be wrong. I may I may be wrong in that, but this is You're when you start wrong. seeing the wave of of unlockables. Thank you. <laughs> See, that's a no for everybody. It's when you start seeing the the wave of unlockables and DLCs and things like this coming through, and um. When things start getting more prominent, it's not like a. What do you mean? I just I'm gonna pay five bucks and get like four more wrestlers. Like what the hell is that for? Like what's the point of that? Like this is like the. It's a little more common, like becoming a little bit more commonplace. It's not like this new weird thing, but like this is also again. It's the same attire from All Stars. It's the same attire. We're gonna keep seeing that in. though. I just I, I don't for, know for a while like, we're gonna see that for a while but now to 2013 we get the first 2k game because 12 and 13 were short-lived thq bye-bye see ya now we get wwe 2k 14 i mean brett looks great i mean what can you really say about it it's the same gear as 13 i mean he might have the pink top yeah looks good pink that's top, it that's all we can say bottoms um, I mean, looks like Brett hair in the face. Yeah, and these two checks the boxes. These two K games, they like using, they like putting the nostalgia goggles on. They like throwing you into the Attitude Era and like the Stone Cold storylines, which we'll get to soon. Uh, so they do put a lot of these legends, and you're getting more of these legends. You're getting more from like the Bret Hart. You're getting more of his matches, etc. That you can do. But I said this on the Undertaker episode. I wanted to get into Supercard, and that came out in 2014, and I never really, you know, I get the notification every day to open my packs. I just don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> but uh, Bret Hart was featured from Seasons 2 through Seasons 5. I believe we're on 7 right now, and he was in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 cards. If you're familiar with the game, you know what we're talking about. They're each unique. They're each different. He has different points in each one. It, you could have a different era of Brett. Um, they're, they look really cool. I wish they were actually real trading cards and maybe I'd be a little more into them. But Yeah, I mean, the designs are cool. It looks, I mean, it's a picture of Brett, so you can't, right. you can't argue the... Uh, the likeness there, but yeah. he's definitely featured in Supercard prominently. Right. Now, in 2015, WWE Immortals. Not a game I'm familiar with. I never cared as much. Oh. We covered it in the Undertaker oh. episode. You played oh. this? <laughs> oh, yes, I did. All right. So, Brett's actually featured in the one-year anniversary DLC pack, and that's where you unlock it. <laughs> okay. So, for those of you who are not familiar, WWE Immortals... You know, we, we, we talked about earlier what it would be like or, or how similar uh, the In Your House um, and WrestleMania, the arcade games, were to Mortal Kombat. Immortals is literally what if the developers of Mortal Kombat, NetherRealm Studios, made a wrestling game in the 
fighting format. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks Soul Calibur-ish. People have superpowers. Like, The Rock is literally the most electrifying man. <laughs> John Cena Whoa. is a superhero. He's Super Cena. And Brock Lesnar is a literal beast. It's it's nuts. Like, Seamus is like a Viking warrior. He's got like a crazy beard. Batista's a tiger or something. Like, it's 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 crazy. It's definitely over the top. It's it's wild. But I mean Brett's, Brett, Brett's too, in it. He looks like he's him not, though. He's not too over the top. I was here. just gonna say he's not he's got a little hearts coming out of as him. exaggerated. You know, he looks like he looks kind of like Michael Jackson here. He's like a little disheveled, like his hair is weird, but yeah, it's kind of I don't know. I don't know if I would have put him in that game. He doesn't really fit the bill, but in the same year. Oh, go ahead. I was to say the Bret Hart character screen looks good. Like it looks like Bret. The in-game model. Now, I understand this is a mobile game. It's meant for your phone. There are certain limitations, but. That's that's kind of where the likeness goes away. But the game itself, it's not bad. Yeah. Not bad for what it was. Definitely a time killer on your phone. Um, Battery if you're killer. not so much a yeah, if you're not so much a fan of like the super card style of gameplay, you want something that's a little more like fighter based, where it's like a, it's actual you know character models and stuff like that. Then you know try to find a, a downloadable file for uh, for Immortals. I don't believe it is on the App Store anymore. All right, all right. But before we get into 2K16, why don't we hear a word from our sponsors? Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. So 2K16, we mentioned that now 
Stone Cold is heavily involved in this game. He's on the cover. You have you could go through his entire career in this game, and Bret Hart is a big part of Stone Cold's career. So he's oh, here. Absolutely. He's featured here. He's featured prominently with Stone Cold in that story mode. And I think we have new gear here, George. We got a new little singlet top. Yeah, so this is now where we're starting to... We're getting a little get more a little modern. Bit, get a little bit, uh, I don't know, expansive with the uh, with the gear here. You know, and, and again, like I said before, it's Brett. Very limited color palette. Didn't really change his look. <laughs> We've mentioned it like a hundred times. But there were differences. And uh, it's nice to see that we're starting to get you know, more accurate gear for the time and, like, where it takes place. And it's just like, oh, it's Bret Hart. Just put him in a pink and black singlet and call it a day. Yep, okay, well, bye. in 2016, when 2K17 comes out, you get Bret Hart and the DLC Bret Hart 98, where literally you're getting black and pink and then pink and black. Yep. So that's, and... that's <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's, it's what we've been games... saying we wanted, so here it is. I mean, and at this point, you know, we're we're so close to the to the modern age of graphics that we're experiencing now in this year that, you know, it, it's the the quality of the models and the face scans like it looks like you're just looking at a photo of Bret Hart now. Yeah. Like, well, then we get to 2017 where this is probably the biggest year for his gaming career, if you want to say yet. So we have WWE Champions, which is a mobile game where you have Attitude Era Brett and 93 Brett. So you get old Brett and you get I'm leaving for WCW Brett. Yeah, you get old Brett and then you get writing WCW. Now we've mentioned (laughs) Champions again, very similar to All-Stars over the top. But then we get Tap Mania, another mobile game where you kind of look cartoonish. Which I think Brett looks yeah. really cool. He makes a good cartoon character. We're gonna put that. It looks like a comic book character. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I like that. I mean, he's exaggerated, but like in a good way. But now we get 2K18, where you once again get 97 and 98 Brett. So again, again, palette swap, palette swap, the inverted colors. Faces are the same. <laughs> Everything's the same. Hair's the same. You just get it. new gear. Which hey, you got now two Bretts in a game. But also. WWE Ugh. Mayhem, not WCW Mayhem. <laughs> WWE Mayhem comes out another mobile game. They were on a mobile craze this year in 2017. Can we? Can I just pause for a second right here? And can we just go back and talk about the 2K series of games and something that's driven me crazy about that series of games? 2K aside from the big glaring oh. issues. Why does Bret Hart 1997 need a character slot? And then. Why does Bret Hart 1998 also need a character slot? Why can't Bret Hart have a character slot and then you pick the outfit that you want? Yeah. It's the same They stopped moveset. doing that. For... It's the same character model. They did that a lot. Uh, I think they PlayStation 2 games had that feature. Why did they, they lose still it do on it the next gens? They still do it. Like they still do yeah. where you have to pick the gear as like an option on the roster. It's super weird. Imagine that in like thunder it. for each like horseman. <laughs> and yeah. and the... But like <laughs> this is just Brett. Now imagine you have Brett, Taker, Triple H, Sean, 
Uh, you have Kevin Nash, Diesel, Razor, God. Scott Hall. Imagine you take all those duplicates out and you just put them under a character thing. That's a 2K20. You did. get so, so many other people on that roster. And these, this series of games, for the longest time, were so great already. You take it up to the next level by just bigger roster, making it so that the character palette. So, I mean, literally. They took Brett's gear and did this. And they're like, yep, that's another character slot. Sorry, uh, NXT guys. Sorry, yeah. you know, low mid-card guys on SmackDown and Raw. You don't get to be in a game because we need to have an entire other character slot for just a, an outfit change. Now, uh, it's just, it's been a big pet peeve of mine in all these games for a long time. But then we get to, in 2018, we get WWE 2K19, which is one of my favorites, honestly. Brett's just... He looks like the crow without his face paint on. I don't know what they did to his face, but he no longer like looks like as much as Brett as in the past. Like he it's chiseled. At, at some point, he is chiseled in this game. At some point, they just throw the same gear on. And they're just like, all right, here's Brett. Like you know, we have him. We're not going to work on. Yeah, I, I'm just speaking. Like, you got the shades right. I'm looking at it. But then in 2K20. <sighs> We all know how this game happened, what happened, what didn't happen. We never got a follow-up to it because it was so bad. Not even bad, it's just something happened somewhere. We're going to pour one out for 2K20. I don't think Brett looks as bad as he did in 2019 here, though. No, what? What? His, the head shape is wrong. Like, Well, there's the picture I, we're looking at. There's actually a line going through it that's a little off, so. No, but the 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 head shape is still wrong. Okay, it, it was it was the head shape was wrong for a lot of wrestlers in this game. So it was it was one of the most glaring issues aside from the technical abomination that this game was. Just ah uh, man, I don't I. This was one of the games that still lets me down, and I say that having put many hours into it. I sold Played mine. The story mode. I sold Played mine yesterday <laughs> on eBay. <laughs> it's uh, gone forever. But- I had such high hopes for this. Like this, this was announced. Like we're like like I'm going to take you into the way back, the way back time of when we were early August, starting the podcast, 2019, just starting the podcast, and like the rumblings of this game, and like we got to ride this hype train and like cover it from like its initial announcement yeah, all the way great. to the release we talked to chris statlander about doing mocap for it like we were involved and invested in this game and then just to what we got man and then the bell rang ah oh. i mean that sucks yeah. that that's the last real version of brett we got so far in a video game not saying he's never going to be in a game again but then that leads us to his very last release that we've had this past year in 2020. WWE Battlegrounds, Brett is DLC. And yeah, similar and to All-Stars and Mayhem and all those, he looks great. I would say about this point now, you know, it's the same. Pink top, black <laughs> He's bottoms. not going to change it now, so. Looks like Brett. Um, you know what, scrap the whole the episode. Scrap it all. <laughs> it gets the pass. It looks like him. Um, yeah, I. Uh, 
I don't think I've spent nearly enough time in Battlegrounds as I, I have. And I've Same. played a lot of it. I, I enjoy just, it. I just feel like I've, I, I, it's a fun pickup, do a couple matches, but like, it's just not like, you know, I would sit for hours and play the SmackDown vs. Raw games. I would sit for hours and play, you know, WWE 13 or, you know, some of the 2K games. I just, some reason, like, I want to pick up Battlegrounds, play a couple matches, and put it down. Now, hear me out here. What if... We saw the Road Warriors. We saw a couple others. What if Brett was featured in like a Retromania wrestling? Ah, see, here is here is the problem with that. So I thought about this. So remember when Brett came out AEW and he presented the the title? Yes. It's like, oh, that'd be kind of neat to get a little little Brett Hart action in the AEW game. That'd be kind of cool. And then I was like, ah, oh, yeah, Retromania. Be cool to get Brett. And then my wheels start turning, and I go, guarantee you that he's still under some kind of Legends contract, oh, yeah. because if, yeah. he's, if he's in Battlegrounds and all that stuff, he's definitely in some kind it of Legends It was hypothetical. Who knows how long that's going on for, but, oh, I mean, possibilities are endless. Could you imagine if we got, like, Heart Foundation DLC for Retromania? That would be Just awesome. Just get all of them? That's what I was going to say. There's a rumor, not confirmed. It's a rumor. We, I personally infiltrated the Virtual Basement Discord server. <laughs> There's a rumor that Owen Hart may be in that game. Personally, huh. if you ask me, not going to happen. Bullshit. I just don't think it's going to happen until pen to paper, it's announced. They put up one of their announcements and we see the game in 2035. But Brett and Owen could potentially be in that game or a game together in the future if it's something like that. See, I would think more so... I mean, and this is me, again, wild speculation, just trying to put, you know, connect the dots here. You know, Pro Wrestling Tees was able to strike a deal with the Owen Hart Foundation. They were able to produce a lot of stuff, t-shirts, microbrawls, things like that. Pro Wrestling Tees is featured in Wrestle, uh, in Retromania. And is, mm. is prominently featured. Ryan, Ryan is actually a character in the storyline of Retromania. Hmm. I wonder if maybe there can be some kind of connection down the road there, where you know maybe maybe some some I don't know. I want to say lines are crossed, but like maybe some barriers are broken down, and you know we're able to get Owen and Brett in a game in in some kind of ah. Oh, now I'm just my my head spinning, my imagination's going like just imagining. Owen coming out in Retromania. Wow. But he's got the picture like is a the, little, like not, cartoon sprite. Not not necessarily walking out with slammies, but he's got two trophies in his hands. That would be really cool. Like just so awesome. The possibilities are endless and, you know, you obviously can't talk about Brett without talking about Owen. Exactly. It's just And it's a shame that they're not in as many games together as they should have been. Oh. It's a crime. It's it's actually like a crime against wrestling fans. So we're going to wrap the Bret Hart part of this episode up right now because I want to talk about how many game covers he's actually been on. So he's been on a total of seven. So Steel Cage Challenge, King of the Ring, Rage in the Cage, WrestleMania the Arcade Game, In Your House, Legends of Wrestling, and SmackDown vs. Raw 2011 UK Edition. So that's a pretty cool, pretty good resume video game-wise. Uh well, no, I got one more question for you, John, before we, before we wrap up this video project here. Sure. Give me your favorite uh, oh, favorite version. I was going to do What's this to you. your favorite video Damn. game version of Brett? 
I feel like the early ones are so similar, the end ones are so similar that you got to go with like a middle one here. And I'm going to go with WCW Mayhem. Uh, you knew, right. I feel like you knew that was coming. Yeah, I had a feeling. Uh, I'm going to also go in, into the Wayback Machine to the land and the time of 1995. Because uh, I think I'm going with uh, WrestleMania, the arcade game. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that. <laughs> I, might, I might have to change I, it to that. <laughs> I mean, honorable mention for yeah. me, 100% is... Um, is Legends of WrestleMania. I think the detail in that oh, game yeah. looks great. That's um, the era where everyone was shiny. Yeah. Back of the cover. We had sweat. That's wrestling. Everyone should look look shiny under those big uh <laughs> those big arena lights. All right, but George, let's talk about our weekly tournament. Clash at the Feast cuz this week was a little unique. <laughs> All right, so check out this week's Clash at the Feast at youtube.com slash Podcast, where we actually played WWF Warzone against each other since, you know, it's a Bret Hart Three episode. Little curveball yeah, this week. Bret Hart episode. We had no game to play. We decided to do that. Do I tie up the month or are we going to a tiebreaker or am I gone? We'll figure it out. But last week we played Legends of Wrestling 2. Now, I, oh. I, I kind of just spoiled what happened last week by saying, do I tie it up? But game one, I chose Bret Hart. What do you know? And I beat you. You chose your first round draft pick of GMP 64, Eddie Guerrero. And you know, I wanted to just close it out, seal the deal. I chose Hulk Hogan. And what you gonna do? I'm, you know, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna do that because I won this week. Play my music. You know, much like how uh, Hulk Hogan's been absolutely destroying the cruiserweights on uh, on GMP sixty four, you destroyed Eddie Guerrero. I didn't have a an uh, Ice Cube's chance in hell. In, uh, <laughs> oh, I like that, that match. I never it, heard that. It one. was uh, that was that was rough. All right, but, but I mean, you know, confident, confident. What happened this week? I feel good about it. You want to check that out? Like Johnny said, youtube.com slash Game Marks Podcast. All right, so George, we're closing in on FWF Live April 8th, where me and you, we've all saw your training videos on social media, YouTube, etc. Hey, you're giving myself a pat on the back here. I think I'm doing pretty good. Does the does it hurt your neck? We all saw. Okay, whatever. April 8th, FWF Live, oh, Steph, us, me and you are taking on Troy Nelson and Nick Stapp of Off the Hop Rope, a little friendly competition for Nick, a little bash your face in for Troy, but this is how you order. <laughs> April 1st, pre-orders begin on patreon.com slash Live, and the event will last until April 15th, and then it's gone forever. But bundles include the stream itself, an FWF Live pin, an FWF Live card. I know who this is. It's a mystery micro brawler that you're not going to want to skip out on. 
And uh, let me just say this here. You know, everyone's been giving me a little, little hard time because I'm not technically the wrestler. And, you know, maybe I'm starting to sound like a broken record, but this is this is my thing. You know, people hear my voice. They see me on Twitch. I don't. I feel like sometimes maybe people may not be aware of how big I am. In this match, George Feast, Johnny Clash, Nick Stapp, Troy Nelson, I am the biggest man in that ring physically. <laughs> hey, if if drunken top shelf Troy Nelson trips and falls in the ring, I can literally just sit Indian style on his chest. And that's a one, two, three right there. All right, relax, In Yoko. these kinds of situations, he will be his own worst enemy. And I think this is going to be an easy victory for the player one and the player two of podcasting. I mean, that's I, us. I, could be, I could be wrong. I could be getting a little, little big for my britches here. You know, I've never actually stepped inside the ring aside from these training uh, sessions that I've been happening, having with John. But I'm feeling good. I'm sore in, in, in all the right places, I feel like. Well, heal up. Get some ice because uh, it's closing in. So less than two weeks away. But, George, with I'm that, ready. we broke down everything Bret Hart has done in video games. Why don't you tell us what we're playing next week when we go back to our original format? All right, John. Well, technically, we are on the road to FWF Live. That is the Game Marks podcast versus Off the Hop Rope. But... We are also on the road to WrestleMania, and that's why next week we are going to be playing WWF Road to WrestleMania for the Game Boy Advance. Ooh, Georgie, one of my favorites growing up. Now you're tugging on my heartstrings. I can't wait for next week. All right, but that's that's it. Well, you, want, you want to put a bow on it? I mean, we covered everything. Oh, hold on. I got to take a sip of water. We go. Oh, we covered everything uh, Brett's done in video games. We're That's back to playing video games next week. I mean, this was a ton of fun. ton of fun, um, yeah. I enjoyed who, who putting these notes next? together. Oh, who should we do next? Maybe, uh... Oh. I got an idea. What a... Oh, yeah? Do you have this... You might have the same idea. Should we do... It... Should we do a 3-2-1 and say it? Is it? Well, I'm going to ask you one question to see if we're on the same on the same page here. Is it one person or is it two people? It's two. Let's do a three, two, one here. All right, three, two, one. Road Legion Warriors of Doom. Oh. <laughs> we screwed that up. <laughs> All right, we'll do it again. Right. We'll do it again. Ready? <laughs> three, two, one. The Legion of Doom 2000. Oh. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it. All right? I'm going to walk out that door. George, take us home. Uh, All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week on the Game Marks Podcast. Please check out our merchandise at GameMarksPod.com slash shop. It's the best way to decide listening to support the podcast. And be sure to follow us on all forms of social media at GameMarksPod. Leave us a review and a rating apple Podcasts and subscribe to wherever great podcasts can be found thank you thank you thank you thank you for hanging out with us this week we know that this was a long episode hopefully you enjoyed it 
we had a blast and we cannot wait to do the road warriors oh man this was great john i don't know what else there is to say here yes just tell everybody to wash your hands wear your face mask social distance get the vaccine be safe johnny clash (gasps) say goodbye game over marks Game Marks Podcast, put them on the radar Playing rare games, second Saturn, no game shard Johnny and George work hard and they play hard Future Endeavor games and put them in the graveyard From the deep dive to the clash at the feast How can I get more? That's question of the week Follow on Twitch, there's nothing that they won't play Game Marks Podcast every single Monday As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.